thank you, Holy Spirit. I give you praise. And for this short time, Lord God, that we have, I ask that you speak to us this very hour by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, I started with uh, this series, uh, Making Room for Increase. In other words, making room for expansion. Because God will not expand for you. You have to make room for him to bring his blessings into your life. And the way we do that is by opening up in our minds and desiring and dreaming something big. Sometimes God himself will inject the dream into you. And you're thinking, no way in this world that's going to happen. But you can't shake it off. Because God has put it in you, just like he did Joseph. And so when God, God had to do that, God prepares you for something great. That's the way he's always done it. I, I wonder why God will have to speak to Mary to tell Mary you're going to be the mother of Jesus. It's just for Mary to expect and to make room for expansion in her life. That's what it is. We have to make room for increase. And today, I want to uh, focus on favor for increase. Favor for increase. No one receives anything from God outside of God's favor. You cannot receive a thing from God outside of God's favor. It has to be given to you through favor. Now, the Bible says, to you as it has been given, to know the mysteries of the kingdom. For those who are without, it will occur to them as parable. That's favor. Because God has given that to you. To be able to recognize that. Favor will lift you to the top. Favor of God is so important. When the Bible refers to this scripture, to this word, the countenance of God. Favor is the help of God's countenance. The help of God's countenance. You know, the Bible says in, in uh, Genesis, I believe uh, Numbers chapter 26. He tells us there that God will lift up your, counten- your countenance upon us. That what God is talking about that, uh, talking about there is God's countenance is God's favor. Lord, lift up your countenance on us. The scriptures tells us in Isaiah, in Psalm 45, verse 2, that he tells us that God himself will lift up his favor upon our lives. If God's favor is upon your life, then everything works. I want to read this scripture to you in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are today. And bless you as he has promised. This was Moses praying for the children of Israel. As as they came to the very end of their journey, God had already delivered them from from the land of bondage. And Moses was telling the, the children of Israel, may God give to you 
a thousand times of everything that you need in this, in this life. May you become numerous. Favor will separate you and set you apart for God's blessing. Favor is the channel of God's blessing into your life. When God gives you favor, then you are blessed. This morning, I say to you, by the power of the name of Jesus, may the Lord God give you a thousand more mercy than you need for this year. May the Lord God of, of Israel give to you a thousand times more joy than you'll ever need. May the Lord God Almighty give to you in 2014 more money than you'll ever need. Can I hear an amen? May the Lord give that to you. May the Lord God give you a thousand times more victories than you'll ever need in life in 2014 in Jesus' name. God will do that for you. A day of favor is better than a thousand days of labor. What God has for you, you can never make enough money to handle it. God's dream for your life is so big, you can't work enough to get enough to fulfill God's dream in your life. What you need is God's favor. That's God's help for you. You can never work enough to get that done in your life. Favor will cause you to rise to the top. Favor sets you apart. Favor took Joseph from the prison to the palace. He changed his, the story of his life from a prisoner to the prime minister. Favor took David, tending sheep in the field, to the palace where he had numerous attendants attending to him. That's favor. Favor will separate you. Noah's family was saved because God says, Noah has found favor in my, my sight. So he never drowned with the rest of the world because favor separated him from the rest of them. They all died, but favor, the favor of God protected him and protected his family. When God has favor on your life, even those who come near you uh, will feel the presence of favor and will affect their life. That happened to Lot. Favor will separate you totally for blessing. And favor will give you abundance of increase this year in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? That's the Lord of everyone that's a member of the Ark Fellowship this year. You are in for unusual favor. Unusual favor produces unusual increase. And that's what your portion this year in the name of Jesus. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Put on your seat belts because God's going to be doing unusual things for the Ark Fellowship. You watch out as God will begin to download things into your life. Amen. In Jesus' name. Favor will separate your life from the rest of them. Favor took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
Nebuchadnezzar that just separated them as his wise men. But God says, uh, they are not equal. These are the men that have found favor in my sight. And there is always a day of the manifestation of your favor. Don't worry about it. You may not have it this very day, but I'm telling you, the favor of God by the power of the Holy Spirit is upon your life this very hour, and you are going to realize it before the end of this year. Your day of manifestation is going to be given to you, just like it happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Their day of favor came. It was an unusual day of favor. You wouldn't recognize this as a day of favor because they had to be put into a fiery furnace. But that was the day of their favor. When God showed up, demonstrating to the world that these men had favor in his sight, when they came out, they became leaders in the world at that particular time. They were governing with Nebuchadnezzar. They were no longer one of his wise men. They were separated. Because they found favor in their side, in in God's side. Now, favor doesn't mean that you are not going to go through trouble. (laughs) Favor doesn't, if God has favor upon your life, doesn't mean you are not going to go through trying times. Remember Joseph. You go through them. But God specializes, when you have favor with God, he specializes in turning your Troubles into triumph. He will turn your troubles into triumph. Favor will give you double honor for your troubles. Isaiah 61, verse 7. And that's a prophecy from God's word to every one of you today. Please take it to heart. No matter what's been happening in your life, no matter what it is that's been causing you shame, whatever it is that's been causing you to hang your head down, this is what God, this is what God is saying to you this morning, and you need to listen to what God is saying. Instead of your shame, you shall have what? Double honor. Whatever it is in your life today, that has the potential of causing you shame in your life. God is saying that's going to be turned by his favor into double honor in 2014 in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? But we are prophesying today. Amen. We are prophesying today. We are prophesying today. God is going to turn that thing that is causing your life shame into something that brings you not just honor, but double honor because you have found favor in God's sight. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. You know, there is usually confusion when you have bills to pay (laughs) and and the, the money is not in the bank. And, and they're calling you, you need to pay tomorrow. Confusion greets your face. And you don't know who to turn to. God is saying, instead of confusion, you will rejoice in your portion because there's a portion coming your way. And I'm prophesying this morning, there is a large portion of increase coming your way in 2014 in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Those things that have been stolen and taken away from you, God's going to return them to you. And I speak this by the power of the blood of Jesus. 
that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. God's on your side this morning in Jesus' name. So he says, instead of, of that confusion, you will rejoice in your portion. Therefore, in the land, they shall possess double. Say it with me. I'm possessing double in 2014. That's what you will possess. You know, possess, when you possess it, it becomes yours, right? That's what you're going to get. Those things that have been eluding you, they're coming to you, and you can wrap your hands around them and say, this is mine. No one is going to take it from you. When God gives it to you, nobody takes it away from you. Because God delivered to you, it becomes yours. And nobody can take it away from you. Can I hear an amen? That's your portion in 2014. Now, you have to understand what we're doing here. It's faith. It's faith. Faith is turned into favor. You got to believe that God has favored you. Every Christian is highly favored of God. Every Christian, everyone who has accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, let me let you know this. You have been highly favored of God. You just don't know it. Many times in the past, I read, I read about Mary, how God, I, the angels appeared to Mary. You're highly favored. And all of that. And I said, wow, what a wonderful thing. I like to hear those things. I'm as highly favored as she is. She, she conceived with Jesus. Jesus lives inside of me. Hallelujah. If you don't shout, I'll shout. That's wonderful. She carried Jesus for nine months. I'm carrying Jesus for the rest of my life. He's in there. Everywhere I go, he goes with me. She got favor. I got double favor. Amen. Amen. If you don't shout, I'll shout for myself. That's wonderful. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Every Christian, you are baptized with double favor. But Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith. And my people perish before lack of knowledge. They just don't know this. The other day I shared here in church that God has not just your angel, guardian angel, people who talk about one guardian angel, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, there are angels, plural. You got so many angels around you, you got nothing to fear. They can protect you from accidents. Hallelujah. They can protect you. I believe they can hold the engine of a plane if it's going bad until you get out of it. Amen. And if the plane wants to crash, it can go when you are out to crash somewhere else. Not with, but not with the one whom God has shown favor sitting inside there. He said, well, but I know Christians that died in the plane. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. But they didn't know what they got. Amen. That's favor for your life. And this year is going to be an unusual year because God's going to give us double favor. Double portion in our lives this year. You see, favor is not for everybody. Favor is not for everybody. In the time of, in the time when Jesus was born, I believe there was so much noise about the coming of the Messiah. And they all knew that he was going to come through a virgin. All the girls knew about it. 
And many of them wished, I believe, in the time of Mary, including Mary, that God would show them favor and that they would be the mother of this coming Messiah. There were many of them, many girls in Israel. Only one was chosen who had favor. Favor is not for everybody. Yes, if you are a born-again Christian, favor is yours. You know why? Jesus was very clear. It says, very few people find the way to heaven. Narrow is the gate. The way is narrow. Broad is the way, and broad also is the gate that leads to destruction. And Jesus said, many are there, are they that find it. But this narrow way, God helps you to find it. And the world doesn't understand that there is a life after. But God is giving you that understanding that you don't just live for this life. There is a life after. And it's put a seriousness in your heart to go after something that you've not seen. And to devote your finances, your life, your labor to a kingdom that you've not seen. And yet something in your heart tells you it's there and truly is there. That's favor. That's unusual favor from God. For your eyes to be able to be open to know that. That's favor. To some of the people in the world is foolishness. They will find out later that they were really dumb. But it's too late. But God allowed you to know that. And you're wondering how come they can see this. They don't have the favor. Favor is not for everyone. Favor is not for everyone. There was something about Noah that attracted God and God filled his life with favor. There was something about your heart towards God that God saw and said, I want that one. You didn't make yourself that way. Jesus said, no man comes to the Father. Uh, no man comes to me except the Heavenly Father draws me. So you didn't come by yourself. God saw you and says, I want that one. That's mine. Among the billions in the world. That's unusual favor. If you don't have a heart for God, that's an unusual disfavor. Because he's not there. He's not there. You have no desire for it. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. He says, remember now the Lord your creator in the days of your youth. Before the evil days draw near when you say, I have no pleasure in that kind of stuff. That means you're doomed forever. God was making a statement of truth, of, of truth. Because if you have no desire for it, he's finished for you. It would be better if you were never born because of what's coming to you afterward. But because you have found favor in God's sight, your heart responded. But when you respond to God, it doesn't end there. Because God doesn't call you to want. He calls you to increase. 
He calls you to increase. That's what Jesus said. What he meant when he said to us, I came that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's you. Those who, who, to, uh, to whom Jesus has given his life so that you can become a part of his own life. He wants you not to be in this world, not making it or putting it, living in the realm of not enough, barely enough, or never enough. God came so that you can have all things and have it in abundance. He said it in his word. I came that they might have life. Well, you're already alive, right? But he's not talking about the physical life, not just the spiritual life. He wants everything to be um, in abundance in your life, that they might have life more abundantly. And that's your portion this year in the name of Jesus. Did you know that you can grow in favor? You can increase God's favor in your life. It says of Jesus in Luke chapter 2 verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. And in favor with God and men. So Jesus increased. So you can increase favor. You can inc- just like you can, as you can increase your stature. He increased in favor with God and with men. It's hard to have favor with God and not have favor with men. They go together. They will say, I don't know what's about you, but I just like you. Amen? I just like you. And they want you around. Just like Joseph in Potiphar's home. Potiphar quickly recognized there is something about this kid. And he delivered everything, even his credit card. <laughs> his credit cards and all of that, he delivered everything to, to, to Joseph. And he says, I'm taking my hands out of it. You can control it because I've learned if I put everything in your hand, this seems to come increase. Because God's favor was upon his life. And he grew in favor. Don't mean he wasn't going through trouble. I'm going to talk about now starting things that will increase God's favor in your life. And guess how many things we have that will increase God? Seven! You're so smart. <laughs> it's always Seven. If the preacher doesn't get seven, he's going to walk out some seven. The seventh one's got to walk in there. He's got to use those. Amen. So we got seven things. The first one, which is the most important one, simply obedience. Obedience. Obedience is so important. Favor is the reward of obedience. Favor from God is usually the reward of obedience. 
And we're not just talking about obedience that has to do with keeping commandments. That's not all we're talking about. It includes that, but not just that. If you are a child of God, the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. If you are led by the Spirit of, of God, then God's leading you. In other words, God tells you something, you listen. He tells you to do something, you do it. Not just following scripture. It's not just following the commandments and, and loving one another. That's not all. Obedience means God will tell you to do something, whatever that is, if you learn to listen to it, then the, the favor of God will increase in your life. Sometimes the things that he's telling you to do will not make sense. Many times they don't make sense. And you wonder if something is wrong with your mind. Why am I thinking this way? Nobody does this. Where will I get the money to do this stuff? Why, uh, where, where, something is wrong with me. And if you tell your friend, they'll confirm that something is really wrong with you. Because God's telling you to do something. You have to learn to obey God. Some time back, I told my wife, I'm, I'm learning to be very quick in my obedience. When I hear something. And the television thing we're doing today came, I was praying back there. I believe with um, uh, Michael was there. But I was praying and just all out of the, I wasn't thinking television. All of a sudden, this thought came into my heart. And I knew based on other things that's happened, because I've called people. When God spoke to me, I called people right there. And in exactly what I was feeling inside, that was what was going on. So I'm beginning to learn, I need to obey him. Because God is, and he's in your life, he'll speak to you. How can you have a living God and he never talks to you? How can you serve a God? He's not an idol. He speaks. You can make conversation with God. And he'll tell you when you're going wrong and when you're doing what's right. He will direct your path. And so I made that call and that's where we are today. I don't know how it's going to end. But I believe it's going to be good because this is God. You know, Isaac, Isaac, he was in the land of the Philistines. And there was a serious farming. Farming like the days of, uh, of his uh, father Abraham. And he thought to himself, Egypt is the place to go. I've, I've got to go to Egypt. You see, that's what happens to us constantly. Whenever we are confronted with a problem, and remember, God will turn your trouble into triumph. God will give you double honor for your trouble. But the troubles will come, but the troubles don't tell you there is a seed of honor that is hidden in this trouble. The trouble doesn't let you know that. All you see is trouble. And you begin to think, how do I get around this problem? The Bible says, do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. He will direct your path. That's favor. And Isaac thought to himself, based on my father's experience, Egypt is the place to go. But while he was thinking on it, God spoke. God didn't speak the Ten Commandments to him, okay? 
God told him, don't go to Egypt. Stay in this land where there is farming here. And I want you to sow right here in this land where there is farming. I'm sure Isaac is saying, God, is this really God? There is farming. Nobody's growing anything. Because God will tell you things that don't make sense. But guess what the guy did? He obeyed. He obeyed. Obedience. And he planted. And if you read in the scriptures, it tells us very clearly in Genesis 26, verse 12 through 13. Please put that up for me. It says, then Isaac sowed in that, in that land. That land meaning the land where they were having farming. Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. That same year, a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Why? Because he listened to God. From that very time on, things began to change in his life. That's your portion today in Jesus' name. When God begins, he turns your trouble into triumph. And once he begins, the Bible says what God starts, he's able to complete. And many of you are going to be starting something this year. Amen. You're going to be starting something new that is going to transform your life. He says he reaped in that same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper. That was the beginning. That was the day of the manifestation of God's favor in his life. In the midst of trouble, something good started. Because he listened to God. And God's favor came upon his life. The man began to prosper and continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. Your prosperity is already started. Amen? And prosperity is not a dirty word. I just read it from the scriptures. Amen? God wants you to prosper. And that's your portion this year in Jesus' name. Can I hear an amen? God's going to bless you with abundance this year. Make room for it. Amen? Amen? Oh, boy. That wasn't the anointing, I'm telling you. But make room for it, amen? Because God's going to bless you. God's going to bless you. So obedience is very important. Your obedience is the only proof of your love for him. Your, your obedience to him is the only proof of your love for him. And Jesus said, anyone who loves me my father will love him. If you love God, God will love you in return. And begin. He loves the whole world. But there is a special love on your life when you love him. And with God, the only way he knows that you love him is when you obey what he's saying. Just obey him. If you read in John 14, verse 23... In 24, he said, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him 
and make our home with him. Can I hear the word favor? When God makes his home with you, that home will never know want. Because God lives there. You'll never have a time when I really believe you will never have a time you can't pay your bill. Nobody's going to kick Jesus out of a house. He lives there. If you acknowledge him, you know we don't believe those things, but it's the truth. It's only according to our faith. I don't have to have an abundance right now. Today, if I make Jesus and put him in his place where he belongs, things begin to change. Today, things change. Amen? I can't go for that. I'll start next week. <laughs> we got to close today. Bow your heads with me. So that's just number two. We still have five to go. Number one, yes, we got <laughs> six to go. <laughs> Stand up with me this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many ready for increase today? Good, good, good. We're ready. Sometimes when we're doing things, it seems like foolishness. But that's where God is involved. I think this morning, usually I'll ask for those who want to receive Christ. <laughs> but this morning, all of us are going to receive him. Amen? All of us will do that. And if you're doing it for the first time, please, really mean it. It doesn't matter if you're coming to Christ today. Today can be the day of change in the story of your life because of what you did this morning. So let's bow our heads before God and let's receive Jesus and commit our lives to obey him and then believe God for the abundance that is coming to your life and God turning your troubles into triumph. That's what he wants. Say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus into my life to die for me and to be raised again from the dead Jesus I receive you this hour into my heart to be the Lord and savior of my life thank you Lord for receiving me in Jesus' name. Father, I believe in increase. I believe in your favor. And because I've invited you into my life, I believe that the favor of God is now resting on my life. And things will change by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen.